Ultimately, objections are a natural part of the sales process. And I think it's important to view them as an opportunity to provide value to your potential customers. Hey you, my name's Jan Ditchfield, and I'm an award-winning business strategist who's turned a 20-plus year career in the real world into a six-figure online business helping women just like you to do the same. I love talking all things marketing, sales, and online strategies. But without the fluff and the cookie-cutter advice that's filling your feed on the gram, I teach you the step-by-step tips on how to turn your real-world expertise into a profitable online business without losing your money or your mind in the process. There's no shying away from the straight talk. Money, struggles, business hacks, online marketing, and social media strategies are all topics we talk about. Think of this as your webinar and trend-free cocktail hour convo with a good friend who understands the depth of your expertise and exactly how to translate that into a profitable online business without the BS. If you're a real-world business owner or a subject matter expert trying to navigate online marketing and digital sales for the first time, this is a show for you. Welcome to No BS Business School. Hey, No BS Business School fans. I'm Shannon Russell, host of the Second Act Success Career Podcast, where I share career advice and inspirational stories of people who have changed careers or started living a second act in life. Check out episode number 59, where I talk about the five reasons you may be ready for a career change. You are listening to No BS Business School with your host, Jan Ditchfield. Well, hey, you, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Business School. Today, we're going to talk about something that every entrepreneur has faced at some point in their career, sales objections, the big, ugly, no thanks that we all end up hearing, but we don't always know how to deal with it when we do. I'm going to break down the top five sales objections that you'll hear at some point and how to handle them. So when you are faced with someone questioning if they want to buy from you or not, you can have a plan in place to turn their um into a heck yes. So let's start with those top five reasons why someone may say no to you. And truthfully, there are plenty of reasons why your potential customers might not want to buy, but these ones are the most common and they tend to be the ones that customers use to reject your sales pitch time and time again. What are they? It's too expensive. I don't have the time. I'm not interested. I need to think about it. And the last, I need to talk to my boss, partner, spouse, somebody else. And these objections can be really frustrating when you hear them, but they don't need to be the end of the sale for you. Because with the right approach and the right language, you can handle them and turn them into a sale. The first thing you need to do is understand why the customer is objecting. Is it really a genuine concern or is it just an excuse to avoid the sale? Did you miss something in your sales process? Is your funnel not running correctly? Was your ask too soft? Once you understand the objection, you can address it directly. Let's take a look at those five main reasons and how you can get to the root of the no so you can turn it into a yes. We'll start with the objection, it's too expensive. This is probably the most common objection you'll ever hear, but it is never, and I mean never, about the cost of what you're selling. The issue is most likely because your prospect doesn't see the value in paying your price or they can't find the money to pay for it which does happen sometimes. And if your prospect can't really afford what it is you're selling, then they're probably not the right person for you to begin with. And it's better to just move on instead of trying to overcome it. 
To handle this objection when it's coming from confusion or misunderstanding of your value, this is when you need to explain the benefits of your offer and how it will help your customer. You really need to help them understand the value they will get from investing in you. And it's important to show how it's going to solve their problems and meet their needs and also how it compares to other solutions in the market. And it's the better solution for them. For example, if you're selling a marketing service to a potential customer who says it's too expensive, you could explain the benefits of the service, such as increased brand visibility, more lead generation, better customer engagement. You could also provide them with case studies or testimonials from other clients who've seen the results that they want for themselves. However, if your prospects simply can't afford to pay you, it's probably time to move on. And I think it's very important to recognize when somebody's not the right fit for you and focus your efforts on those who are more likely to benefit from what it is that you sell. Remember, objections are a natural part of the sales process and we all get them. But when you understand the underlying concerns behind them, you can address them effectively and build stronger relationships with your customers. Next up is the objection, I don't have the time which is another really common one that you've probably heard at some point. This objection can be tricky because it's difficult to convince someone to make time for something they don't see as a priority. To handle it, you need to help your prospect see the value in what it is that you're selling and how it's ultimately going to save them time in the long run. This is when understanding their priorities and showing how your offer fits into their goals and needs is really important. I get this objection a lot when I'm selling because I work with very, very busy women. And I understand because I am one too. And I often deal with this objection by explaining how working with me is actually going to help them streamline their business. And it's going to free up more time for them to do things like spend time with their family or sell more or just take a break, a well-deserved break. This is also a really good time to provide examples of how other clients have saved time or found the time to work with you and got really great results because of it. Another way to approach this objection is by showing how respectful you are of their time and offer flexibility that's going to work with their schedule. So for example, you could offer to schedule a call that's at a time that's convenient for them, or you could provide them with additional resources to learn more about what you're selling on their own time. So instead of them feeling pressured that they need to make this decision right now, respect the time they do have and work within it. Ultimately, the key to handling this is by showing your prospect that investing time in your offer will ultimately pay off for them in the long run. And through demonstrating the value and the benefits that you offer, you can really help them overcome their concerns and make a decision that's right for them, even if that decision is not right now. The third on our list is the objection, I'm not interested, which can be really frustrating to hear. However, again, it's important to remember that this is not personal. What we need to get into is understanding why your prospect isn't interested and addressing those concerns. Is it because they don't see value in your offer? Do they have a misconception about what you're selling? Or is it simply really not the right time for them? A great way to get to the root of this is by asking open-ended questions to understand their perspective. So you could ask them why they're not interested, what their current priorities are, or what they're looking for in a solution. And when you actively listen to their responses, 
you can gain an insight into their needs and their concerns and then tailor your pitch according to that. You can also try reframing the conversation by highlighting different benefits or features of what it is that you sell to make it more relevant to what their needs are. Ethically, of course, it always has to be true whatever you do in sales, which again ultimately goes back to if your prospect is truly not interested, that's okay. Let them move on. It's really important to maintain a positive relationship with everyone you work with and everyone that you don't work with yet because it's going to keep them in your network for future opportunities or for referrals. Remember, even if they're not interested now, that may change in the future and you want to be top of mind when they're ready to explore new solutions. The objection, I need to think about it, is going to be thrown out at you at some point in your sales journey. But again, it doesn't necessarily mean that your potential customer isn't interested. You need to understand why they need more time to think and what those concerns are that they're mulling over in their head. Are they uncertain about the product that you're offering? Do they need more information or clarification? Do they need more time? This is another objection that works really well when you can provide people with additional resources or information that can help them make a more informed decision. So this can include things like case studies, testimonials, a sneak peek of what it is that you sell, which I use all the time. You can also ask if there's specific questions or concerns that they have that you can address. A free 20-minute Zoom call to get to the root of really what they're thinking about can be a perfect solution to this problem. It's really important to maintain open communication with your potential customers during this time and check in with them to see if they need anything else from you. This really shows that you value them and you're committed to helping them find the right solution for their needs, even if it isn't yours. And I'm a big believer in this. It doesn't mean you need to be pushy or aggressive. You can certainly give them the space they need to make the decision but don't forget to follow up. Even setting a specific day or time and having some kind of a little deadline is going to help to move the sale forward. Again, even if it's a no, at least you're moving it forward. The more you support your potential customers in their decision-making process, the more you're showing that you're committed to their success. And that will increase your chances of turning them into a satisfied customer. And the last sales blocker you're going to stumble across at some point is the objection I need to talk to my boss, partner, spouse. And yes, this is another tricky little one to handle because it involves a third party who may not be present during your sales conversation. But it doesn't mean that your prospect isn't interested in what you're selling. They just need some more support and maybe a little bit of approval to make the decision. This is why you really need to understand who the decision maker is when you're selling and what their concerns or objections may be. So you could ask your potential customer if there are specific questions or concerns that their boss or partner or spouse has that you can address. And it brings back that entire idea of showing how committed you are to helping them make an informed decision that's going to work for everyone who's involved and that you value their input and their feedback. The one thing that I don't think should be done during this stage is helping to provide your potential customer with materials that they can then go and help to deal with the objection that their person is going to face. For example, if they're worried that their spouse may say no to something and you say, I have a great script that you can give you to help facilitate this conversation, 
it might not be the best approach. But you could offer to open up your calendar to both of them so you can have a joint conversation, a transparent conversation, and see if it's the right fit for them as a couple. I truly think the key to handling this objection is by being patient, helpful, and understanding, and in no way, shape, or form, pushy. Ultimately, objections are a natural part of the sales process. And I think it's important to view them as an opportunity to provide value to your potential customers and helping them through the decision-making journey. By understanding the root cause of the objection and addressing it in a respectful and helpful way, you can build trust and credibility with your prospects and it ultimately increases your chance of closing a sale. And while it's hard to hear the no, remember, it's not a personal attack on you or your business but rather an opportunity to help you understand the needs and the concerns of your audience more deeply. And when you handle these objections with professionalism and empathy and a solution-focused mindset, you build stronger relationships, loyal relationships, and you increase your chances of success in the sales process. And if you can't turn that no into a yes, it's okay. Every no is just clearing way for a new yes to come into your world. Thank you for listening today. And I really hope you found this information helpful and that you can apply these strategies in your own business. If you have any questions or if there's ever a topic you'd like me to talk about, hit me up in my DMs on Instagram at jandishwell.co and let me know what you'd like me to talk about. And until then, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at janditchfield.co. Until next time, keep it real.